episode is going to be a hodgepodge of personal thoughts as well as channelings from Mintaka, and I'm just going to put them all together in this one place because this happened over the course of April 3rd to April 23rd, uh, and the first one was shortly after I had the very long uh, swap cast with Serafina Blackman about, um, Mintaka and the Orion Wars. So, uh, enjoy this first channeling, which was on April 3rd. I can't really go through and edit these or cut out the audio or make it any better. So, uh, you know, this isn't the regular podcast quality that you have become somewhat accustomed to, but, um, you can hear it and that is the point. So, love you all, and enjoy. Hello, we're happy to connect with you again through our channel. It's been some time. She has been growing, expanding, connecting, releasing. She and all of you, Muntakans and all other beings on earth, you are doing an amazing job. We love to see the progress that you are making since the shift into this age. Everything that we've all been working for, not just Mintakins, but all the beings who came to this planet that we are speaking to, that has many names. She is your mother. And you are all doing a better job every day of loving her, loving yourself, loving each other. (laughs) 
we asked our channel to do this at a time when she is tired. The environment is not best in her mind for recording, but an image triggered a memory for her and we wanted to give more clarity on this. It will help further explain and clarify the conversations she has had lately. She saw a hummingbird, a beautiful painting of a hummingbird. We have life such as this on Mintaka. Many sea creatures, so much life, abundance of variety and diversity. The difference between the way things are on our world is that the art is alive. Even music lives in the water and in the molecules of all life, one with each other and the planet, but also a perfect balance of the polarity, the paradox of individuality and oneness. It is possible to have both. Many who speak about these concepts of a cooperative creation talk to you about how it is possible to make choices from the highest good and express your individuality, your beautiful uniqueness of your manifestation of an energy and also be aware of your connection to all of the other beings on your planet, in your galaxy, your, your universe, being aware of creation itself, your stardust, you are all stardust. is making our channel a little giddy, happy, giggly, 
smiling. It reminds her of what she knew and never forgot. So the art becomes life and life is the art, the co-creation, the oneness of consciousness with the acceptance and unconditional love of individuality produces living, breathing art. Can you imagine painting reality? Hmm. The tones that we send through our channel at the beginning help her establish the connection. If you are musical or you listen to music, you can find such scales and tones to help you connect if you choose. There is no one way, no right way. The ways are infinite and that is why it is important for us to tell you about how we create in oneness with our planet what would seem on your world and your present it would seem like a fantasy like a a, a, a movie uh, an animation it, it would seem otherworldly your world has the potential to become more like this and especially Mintakins the more you express your love and your individuality and your acceptance of others the easier it will become. We love you all. It gives us great joy and gratitude. You are doing something very important. Don't ever forget that. It's time for you to enjoy enjoy being human enjoy being connected to all that is we thank our channel we thank you for listening 
just had an entire conversation with all of you out loud in bed, not recording it. <laughs> Whether that was, it wasn't like I started out going, let me just talk to myself for a while and uh, not record it or get my thoughts together. But sometimes I'll just start saying things out loud because I process out loud or because I am talking to the blind dog because think about it. Uh, that's rather important with a blind dog. Um, it reassures her to hear me talk so she knows I'm around but she's doing so well at this point with all her senses that she's uh, heightened to compensate and also this really great um, animal communicator and animal realm uh, goddess herself um, Ashley with Divine Dingo podcast she opened um, Sophie's third eye so that she could see astrally uh, even if she didn't have eyes earth eyes I guess I would and then I also um, intentionally kind of link up my sight with her and show her pictures especially if I'm trying to teach her something or give her a command or keep her safe or something um, <clears throat> But, uh, oh, I'm sure that was a pleasant sound in the mic, dear Lord. I'm, I was born in the South. Let me just throw that out there. So, I understand the sensitivity around words like Lord and Angel, and God and Jesus and, uh, such things, but... Um, just know that when I say them in that way, I am neither taking them in vain, should there be, um, some practicing Christians on board, or, uh, am I a religious person? I tend toward omnimene, Oh, man. Um, it's a word I can't see. Omnism. Is that right? I feel like I'm missing a syllable. At any rate, it's the first word I've seen that described how I feel I fit into the human experience, the current game we're playing, and where I stand on religion and the prophets, um, which is that uh, there's some truth in all of it and good to be found in all of it, although there are some that, uh, all of them have done harm, but there are some that do seem to seek to do harm as a main objective. So that can make it difficult. <clears throat> to have to see the beauty in it um but at any rate I didn't mean to go that far down the rabbit hole 
But if I say things like, dear Lord, and oh my Jesus, or whatever, it's just the southerner in me, my child self coming out. Um, the part of me that probably incarnated in that part of the country a lot. Um, at any rate, uh, oh man, super off the rails now. Crap. Um, where was I? <laughs> I was talking about how <laughs> I spent all this time talking to myself. And know, Sophie, uh, the other day appeared to watch a bug fly by her head. It was like one of those fat bumblebees. It's kind of slow. Um, but, you know, she clocked it immediately. And I'm sure she heard it as well. But it was just so funny watching this blind dog turn its head like it saw something. So, um, I talk to myself a lot anyway. But sometimes it will develop into something where I'm formulating an idea. And I've learned that I process a lot that way. And it makes sense why my childhood was such a good environment for um, stimulating learning for me. Because I had adults who listened to me. They didn't tell me to shut up and go away like most people in the 70s and 80s did with kids. I still raised myself. I was still a latchkey kid and I still grew up in a wildly dysfunctional family that, um, you know, it was apparent to me by like four or five that I was the one in control. <laughs> and so, uh, but they listened to me and they loved listening to me and they encouraged that. And we played a lot of, uh, mind, uh, you know, brainy games and card games and all kinds of games. So I'm used to talking out loud to myself and I'm used to processing that way. So I just had this great conversation with myself that I wish I'd recorded because it was getting somewhere. But, um, you know, part of what I'm finding is that I have the sense of humor and the giddiness and the human experience right now it's like I'm so in touch with the different ages that I have been and the different ages that I will be and connected with my highest self and my guides and having this sense of inner peace that I've gotten over the last few months that it allows me to bring into my present all of those aspects of myself that are the most fun and joyful. And so I guess my sense of humor is somewhere around 12. And the funny thing to me is, is that it's hard for me to talk half the time and take myself at all seriously, which I tried once and it was an epic failure because I couldn't stop laughing at myself. <laughs> ah! But 
laughing at oneself, maybe, perhaps, and not the kind of laughter where you're laughing because you're going to laugh at yourself before others do, or because you're really feeling embarrassed and dying inside, and you're just laughing to cover that, or laughing at others in a mean way, or, but maybe it's just because it's most of my experience and I haven't really investigated this in other languages and other places, but mm -hmm. it sure feels like English is fraught with so many words <laughs> that refer to sex. Teaching my youngest how to drive. He has a very heightened sense of humor. And I, I mean, try saying pull out, slow down, go faster. I just, like everything becomes a joke. The freedom in being able to genuinely laugh at yourself. And not in a mean way, but just, you know, at the absurdity of things. It does so many things for you because, you know, you learn to love yourself the way you love your partner that does goofy things sometimes and cracks you up. Um, it's like you're laughing with yourself, not at yourself. <laughs> but that kind of freedom, it makes every day like it's going to, like today's a really good day because even when things go south or you make a mistake that's what I find the more mistakes I make uh what people consider mistakes the more laughter and joy and fun I am also having so it makes the mistakes not like just a learning experience or just a human error instead of uh, a chain reaction that snowballs into, you know, the kind of day where you're like, ha, now I stub my toe and where's my damn keys? And like things just snowball. And the next thing you know, by the end of the day, you're like, I'm going to need like two glasses of wine and a joint to get to sleep because I am so hyped up from all the rageaholicking I've been doing all day and um, exhausted from beating myself up. Hey, Galactic Groovers, I'm going to attempt to succinctly tell you what I do and have this little spot on every episode so you can know what I'm all about. You can visit the square booking link on my Instagram page or my Facebook page at Grooming Goddess. You can email me at groominggoddess at gmail.com. And to book any readings with me, you can visit that square booking site. As I said, some of the services I offer are an animal communication for 3333, and that is a 30-minute session where we connect with your pets and... Um, see what maybe they are trying to tell you that you can't quite understand. Then I have a grief mediumship, another 30-minute reading, and that is for anyone experiencing recent grief and having trouble moving through that. 
my um, specialty seems to be in that area, getting messages and contacting people's loved ones immediately after their passing. I have a mini reading special, which is four mini readings for 4444. I have a soul action plan reading, which is 5555, and that involves cards for your inner child, uh, earth self, ego self, your highest self, and your galactic team. And then lastly, I have syncretic oracle readings, which are 7777, as those cards are much more in-depth and pretty much cover every reading modality. And then lastly, if you would like to come on my podcast and get a reading live, I will read for you for free. You can book an interview at my Square booking site. If you would like to be on my podcast to discuss something groovy, you can also do that at the Square booking site. And if you would like me to be on your podcast, you can do that at the Square booking site. I look forward to hearing from you. I have a money-back guarantee for all my readings, and so far, nobody wants their money back, so I feel like I'm helping a lot of folks out there, and I would like to help you too. If you have any questions about any of these, give me a DM somewhere, anywhere, all the places. Much love to you all, and thank you for listening. beings. Our channel is so energized by the energies coming in. But she's having difficulty surrendering. She just had an experience we wanted to explain. Many of you may already be experiencing this. You may experience it soon. All right, she's in.
we are going to darken our channel has been growing and expanding and opening and aligning as have you all you are all doing such beautiful creating we hope you continue to have fun and enjoy this experience and know that when you can fully access the unconditional love that is being connected to the all to source energy to the universe that love that vibration that frequency that allows you to keep joy and hope our channel was listening to the music we asked her to create. And it put her in a state of perfectly balanced bliss. She has realized, and you know, many of you will begin to realize, you will start to feel this, it will become automatic. The more you go within, the more you clean out the density, the more you allow yourselves to heal. That will allow you to expand also When you realize that you are the everything, there is no need to travel to feel that love and that bliss. To have that feeling of bliss embodied within you during all that you encounter on your human experience. Our channel continues to grow. We thank her for being vulnerable and allowing us and surrendering when we ask her to. You will find many ways to connect the all you will find many ways to find that peace within yourself her experience is just one experience one song of millions of songs billions of ways channel is laughing because all the surrounding life is 
reacting to this energy exchange. We thank you, we love you, we appreciate your healing, your love. You are doing so well. Remember that nothing is lost. Everything exists all at once. This is how you heal your wounds. Time is fluid. You must perceive the whole story, not the parts you've held on to and told yourselves. It is time. Thank you so much. We love you. Oh my. Hmm. Well, that was a whimsical, magical mystery tour through my private thoughts. I'm releasing a, this on the Scorpio full moon, the pink moon. I heard the Dutch call it the, oh gosh, what was it? Uh, it wasn't pink. Let's put it that way. Probably a little less cheerful. Uh, at any rate, um, I really, really wanted to, uh, do a parody. Talking to myself, uh, uh, oh, talking to myself. You get the general idea. So pretend I did that. Um, the volume is all over the place here. And... I can't fix that either, and I don't feel like I need to. I'm sorry if it taxes your modern um, audio-privileged self, your dainty little ears, and your weak little fingers <laughs> from doing no manual labor. Oh, what the fuck am I saying? Anyway, um... Sorry if you have to adjust the volume here and there. I hope you realize, especially for me, the foul-mouthed Mary Poppins of some infamy, that I am being silly and sarcastic because I love you all. I think you're wonderful and magical. Earlier, I did let out a scream in my bathroom in frustration uh, and release, which... Uh, not what you're thinking, but just a scream, like, you know, a screaming, my grandmother used to call it the screaming memes. 
I'm sure if I really dug into it, it probably has some sort of horridly uh, offensive or racist history to the expression, because doesn't everything. Um, but at any rate, it was definitely a Mimi screaming, that's for sure. Um, but I felt better afterwards, and I was able to, like, stop the tornado in my head so I could <clears throat> process my thoughts and feelings. Um, but yeah, you know, I am not the one having the let's do free readings and let's dance naked under the moon and stay up until midnight making moon water and bathing our crystals and um, I don't know, making moon-shaped cookies and sticking yoni eggs in our cooches. That's not me. I am the scream in your bathroom, maybe take a bath, maybe decide even that is too much effort to draw water and salt and go sit in it because otherwise they might make me channel some more. Not that they ever make me do anything, but you know what I mean. Um, cause I'm, I, the moon, the full moon must be all about releasing for me. And I guess there's a lot that I brush past and I'm getting better and better at working on releasing these things in a flow and having them come out, um, with ease and, and with less, uh, intensity perhaps. Not that we need to run from that, but balance is just better you guys it just is a little bit of extremes is okay a lot of extremes is just bad for your physical vessel it's bad for your brain did you know that that when you uh get triggered um like if if you have compound ptsd let's say, and this isn't a thing that you've dealt with or worked on at all. You haven't released any trauma. You haven't healed at all. Did you know that just that and getting re-triggered, you know, having uh, fight or flight responses repeatedly over a period of years um, can actually make you bipolar, uh, chemically bipolar, you know, um, and so it can mess up your brain chemistry and it can screw with your neural pathways uh, in such a way that it makes you um, have cognitive impairment as if you'd had multiple head injuries. Um, and it can, you know, make you more prone to like dementia and Alzheimer's as you get older. So, I mean... I don't know, if this were some dystopian future sci-fi movie, there would be something about, um, you know, how abusing someone as a kid, like you've sentenced them to a lifetime of misery, so we're going to torture you till you die. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not down for those extremes either, but just my point is that uh, it's much better to try to live in a certain amount of peace and calm and balance, um, not letting yourself get too far in the red in either direction, 
on the dial because, and that doesn't mean, like I said, it doesn't mean that you're not, you know what I mean. I don't need to over explain this. You know, I do because it's a full moon and I'm losing my mind like I do every month. So there's that. But really it's just about like no filter. I don't want to do anything I don't want to do. And if I want to take a bath and go to bed early and talk to nobody, that is what I want to do. And I do hope at some point to get back the opposite experience. But for now, that is seeming to be my monthly full moon experience. Maybe this is what happens when you like, don't bleed anymore. When you go through menopause, and you get to the crone stage, that uh, release comes out <laughs> in screaming memes. And super uh, rambling episodes. Love you guys. You're so cool. Really enjoy your rituals. I love you. I'm not at all jealous. Actually, I'm not at all jealous, truth be told. Because what usually happens is to like between now and Thursday, everyone will start getting their full moon hangovers. It's almost like maybe you take in too much energy at once. Maybe maybe my going in a, a mole hole isn't uh, so crazy or whatnot. I just feel like my my battery has to be resting on the charger to charge most effectively. If I go put my battery out in the moonlight and uh, fly around the room like I drank uh, 12 shots of espresso, I will not get the full benefit. So all of those of you who are the opposite of me, enjoy the shit out of it. And I'll be here in three days when you come out down from that high and maybe need a little, little something, something. Love you. I had to go look it up. It's King's Day. So it's still the pink moon, only they call it the King's Day moon because it's King's Day. Because I guess they sort of have a king. If we could talk to the animals, just imagine it chatting with a chimp and chimpanzee. Imagine talking to a tiger, chatting with a cheetah. What a neat achievement it would be. If we could talk to the animals, learn their languages, we could take an animal degree. We'd study elephant and eagle, buffalo and beagle, alligator, kitty, pig, and flea. We would converse in polar bear and python, and we would curse in fluent kangaroo. If people asked us, can you speak rhinoceros? We'd say, of course, us, can't you? If we conferred with our furry friends, man to animal, think of all the things we could discuss. If we could walk with the animals, talk with the animals, grunt and squeak and spark with the animals, and they could talk. 
If we consulted with quadrupeds, think what fun we'd have asking over crocodiles for tea. Or maybe lunch with two or three lions, walruses, and sea lions. What a lovely place the world would be. We'd learn to speak in antelope and turtle. Our Pekingese would be extremely good. If we were asked to sing in hippopotamus, we'd say, why not us? And whoa, and I am sure every octopus, lobster and platypus certainly would see it as a plus. If we could talk with the animals, walk with the animals, grunt and sweep.